You're listening to the Spiritual Highways Podcast with Leanne and Michelle. Hey, friends. Hello, hello. Look at us back for episode, our second episode of season three. We're on the ball. I mean, we're on something. Yes. (laughs) Well, we haven't dropped any. We haven't dropped the ball. So. I mean, I dropped some. You know, what does on the ball mean? On top of things. No, 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 but like, where's the premise come from? Because if, if you've never tried to stand on a ball... Yeah, mm-hmm. but you have to stand on the top of it or you're going to fall over. So when you're balancing on the ball, you're on on the ball. I don't know, I made that up. That I don't just, know if that's I mean, really where it comes from. I just, I don't see me balancing like, on a ball very easily. Well, it's not easy to do. I mean, so not, it mean it's a great it's... feat if you say we're on the ball. Okay, well... Oh, I guess so. I don't know. So maybe we shouldn't give ourselves that much credit for. Uh, I'm definitely not feeling like I'm going to stay on the ball. So that might be setting us up for failure. But you know, that's just me. Well, you just said I'm gonna, which means you're not gonna. That's true. Ah, we talked about that in the last episode. We did. Huh? Full circle. Full circle. It's funny. Kind of like a ball. I mean, it's just another, I'm, I don't feel like I'm coming in sometimes on two wheels going, okay, Lord, guide my words, guide That's my right. deeds. You know, I'm, <laughs> I've been missing the sun. I, okay, there was a day and the sun was out and it was glorious. And I'm like, how ha- sad is it that it's been so wish wishy-washy with the weather that I am like this sun is glorious. <laughs> that's a that's a pretty powerful word. As a matter of fact, the other day, like I guess it was a couple weeks ago, like the sun had come out for the first time and I'm not going to sing the song cuz a part of me wanted to, I mean, but I'm going to refrain from that. But I opened the back door and the, I, okay, I just have to say this too. I feel for the people who work in the office behind us because they literally never know I don't think they have a clue what's going on with me because some days I'm dressed up. Some days I'm in scrubs full of paint. Some days I'm in yoga clothes. Some days I'm in shorts sunbathing while I'm eating my lunch on the little patio outside. Okay. I mean, and then some days I have, you know, you smell sage, you smell oils there's smoke that comes out of the room. I have a feather and like, and, and, and then some days it's like spiritual, like calming music. Other days it's like rock. You know, some days I'm walking out like shaking a, a um, either have a feather or, or, or a, a paintbrush in my hand, like shaking the, the paintbrush. I'm quite sure that they're probably thinking they something might weird. have a pool going to see who... Once they figure it out, like somebody might win money. Maybe, Maybe they have a money a bets to figure out what you are. Maybe. And, and oh, I forgot. And I wonder what the choices are. Like I wonder the choices they've come up with. Well, and also I didn't even throw into the, like the mix the fact that like my plants because I go out there and I'll either water them or um or like repot plants. So they probably are like, what in the world is happening over there? <laughs> like I don't understand. So. I just, I, it's kind of... To our neighbors behind us. Yes. It's kind of like, you know, it's it, it's fun. Like the, the neighbors here, when I was here, they would pick on me about when I'd pull in the driveway in the, in, to work, they would hear me coming before I got there because of my music. And then she, the girl said, you would fall out of your car <laughs> with like... 
four bags to go into the room. You know, it's just so true. I, you, know, I, you were strapped to the hilt, like I all the crossbody bags. I'm telling you, I they weigh more than you do. I don't know what I would do if I had seats in my car. I really don't. Like I don't. I have no seats in the car. I do have a coat rack, but I really should just put drawers in there because I'm constantly like pe- carrying bags, packing a bag, going here, there. You know, I just always like. I feel like I'm constantly Maybe packing a bag. Put that on your wish list. Some drawers. That are like triple items. Like I'm not going to buy like one thing. Like I'll buy four shirts or three shirts. That way I can have one in each area. Ah. Yeah. Because it's not as easy as like, you know, a guy who can just throw a pair of jeans and a t-shirt. It's like, you know, I'm going to have, have shoes for each event. And if it's dress up, dress down. It's if pain in the butt. only you had... A building with space to hang extra clothes depending on the event that you might be going to. No, no, no. That's you don't want to keep a no, little it's, space No, it's not work. so much that. It's just needing, having it where I need it. Like, I'm just tired of putting it in the bags because I literally carry bags everywhere. I'm like a pack mule. <laughs> like, and then, you know what? I don't even use half of it. Okay, I have a visual of you as a pack mule. That's kind of funny. Uh, it, it is. It's fact. I'm not even, that's not even an exaggeration. I, I like walk in, you know, to well, my house pack, and they're like, what I pack world? a tote bag around. I don't even need half the stuff that's in it. I just don't want to not have it. Oh, well then that brings up a something. Really? Oh yeah. Like. This is huge. Perfect, perfect thing that I need to just, maybe if I, it, maybe if I share it with the world or our listeners, maybe I don't know. It, it serves a purpose. But Spirit has been saying this and saying this and saying this. And I have to say, I can instantly tell when it happens. So now that I've teased it enough, da, 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 out with the old, in with the new. Huge transformation. Like when you take things and you purge and cleanse your physical space, and I mean your home, your car, your computer, your cell phone, oh. all of it. And I mean, each, each one, it's like you, for each little, uh, accomplishment, each drawer, it's like you, 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 you feel space with, I mean, you, uh, oh, you no, I space. get that. It's, yeah. oh, it's, it's amazing because there's some people that'll come in, um, uh, for a reading and they'll sit down and, and, and we'll begin and they'll, you know, spirit will say they're, they're there only because they've started that process. That's how impactful it is. And the same thing with like writing. And y'all know I talk about writing all the time. But writing also does the same thing. So what Spirit always says is if it it doesn't make you happy or serve a purpose, get rid of it. Even if you sit in an empty home or, you know, even if you get like, even if your space has nothing, it is better because it creates space within for you to process old things that are stuck okay like kind of like I'll, I'll give an analogy in a second but it creates space in, within for things that are stuck and it also creates space for, to receive new things and the analogy that I give is like if I took a bucket of water and I had a and I packed it full of sand and then I added like the water that you add is is like represents the space that is created so when you pour it in it kind of like it dissipates and all the sand kind of floats up to the top or, or for a second of course 
So if if it didn't float down to the bottom, <laughs> that's that's essentially what it was. It's creating that space, or like I, I really should have used a much better analogy, like a Coke bottle, like a Sprite can. You know, like the fizz after you've opened it. You know, you've shaken yeah. it, you've shaken it, and all the carbonation rises to the top, and then you keep opening it, and it's less carbonation, less carbonate. That's a much better example, actually. Okay. So I'll go with that one. So let's go with that one. Pick your example, people. Yeah. We have choices today. <laughs> wow. But anyways, um, I definitely can say that I can instantly tell when people have been writing or purging. Okay. Because if you think about it, if you, you know, if you're sitting in your living room and you've just cleaned out your junk drawer, even though that drunk dra- junk drawer is like maybe in the kitchen, there is something inside your soul that says, yeah, if I open that drawer, it's going to be neat. It's going to feel good. And it is. Yeah, it and does. it really does make uh, the, a world of difference. So what do you call that? PSA? Clean yeah, out PSA, your stuff? Yeah. yeah. My PSA for today, wrapping a little bit, <laughs> is clean out your junk. Like, get rid of it. I need to clean out um, my, well, so many spaces, but I'm trying to clean out like one room at a time because I get overwhelmed if I look at everything. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to do one room at a time. Well, you know, here's my tip on that because I am, I do have a knack for like cleaning out. I'm pretty good at like cleaning so and organizing. You should come visit. I totally should. <laughs> I, I kind of dig that for sure, for real. But I always tell people like, the first go around, like the first, when you're having to kind of like break the ice, get a garbage bag or a bin, whatever it takes. Yeah. And then immediately, and you can't put a lot of thought into it because if you think too hard, you're going to end up keeping something. Okay. That's why the keys to this is be quick, be okay. decisive, and then get rid of the evidence. Like get rid of what's left over. Because, Take it where it needs to go. Oh yeah. Okay. Because if you hold on to it, you're going to go through that bag. Or like my problem too is I will go through my clothes and I will purge and then I'll ask my daughter, "Hey, do you want any of this?" And then it somehow it never leaves. Back, it comes back into my closet. I'm like, "No! Why do you keep going back?" But you set it free and it came back to you. Which I guess does that make it yours? Oh no! But then I forget. I'm like, God, I thought I got rid of this. What are you doing? You know. So it's it's kind of like a vicious cycle in that regard. So now I've learned to, you know, no, what? it's gone. I'm just gonna bypass her. She doesn't need it. She doesn't because her her things are like like you know crammed her, in there. Oh yeah, her yeah. drawers are like bleeding over. But um, but yeah. So it does make a difference. So there you go. Do that. Okay. Do the things, people. Yeah. It works. Purge your space. Absolutely. One space at a time. Yep. Um, yeah. I think that makes a huge, huge difference. So so, do, so things like take up energy? Absolutely. Absolutely. And well, or block um, energy? Yes. Okay. Well, and there, because our energy sticks and, and I use the example, and this is a little bit off, but I use the example of like different cities and I, I use it for a different purpose, but... Um, like, you know how New Orleans would feel different than, say, New York or San Francisco? Okay. Um, the reason is because what's left behind, the energy that's left over from over long periods of time of people, like, and okay. what they're doing, how Las Vegas feels different than Baton Rouge. Right. So it's in traveling the country like I've done, I can, inst- like, and it's not just because I'm a medium. Most people can feel it that the way the different cities feel differently. No, I agree with you. Um, but a lot of that is from what's left over from the past. But, yes, our, our things do hold on to energy and emotion. Like, all of that kind of gets stored in there. That's why it's imperative to 
Less is more, less clutter, and absolutely dust. People do not underestimate the power of dust. Dust, um, heavy, like lower vibrational energy, it's, it, it's like a magnet for that. And so if you're having a lot of ceiling fans are the worst, but um, it definitely, if you can declutter and dust, dusting is major. Change your air filters, please. Um, it makes a world of difference. Absolutely. And I always say open all the doors and windows, but. Okay. I have a PSA that has nothing to do with any of this. Okay. Except your dad taught me something. Okay. And he didn't even mean to. He was just living his life, <laughs> doing what he does, which is everything. Mm-hmm. And he comes though. So Leanne and I are next door to each other. I, I know y'all probably already know that, but. When he goes to your space and changes your air filter, he comes and checks on Hold my on. air filter. Hang on. He has not changed my air filter the past two times. I've changed my air filter. Well, the last so now time he came... Strictly well, coming for you. No, no, no. I haven't seen him oh, okay. since then. But right, he was cleaning, cleaning your air filter, the cover. Oh, absolutely. So he had it outside. And I'm like, okay, I was... Two months ago, years old, when I realized you could unhook oh, yes. and take it off and scrub your return cover. Oh, yeah. That's a Didn't must. know you could do that. And I had a client I was talking to the other day, and I was telling her, and she goes, wait, 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 wait. What do you mean? And I'm like, you unhook it, let it hang down, and then you grab each side and, and push it. up and back, and it unhooks, and then you can take it outside and scrub it and really clean it really well. And she was like... What? I'm like, I know. So. Oh, yes. I think we all needed to know that because I'm, I'm sure some of you knew that because y'all are super smart, but I'm not. And I just learned that. Oh, that's a must. That was a that was a learn, I a thing I learned in 2022. Wow. I know. I'm very, I did not, I'm sorry that you did not know that. I mean, I, very what sorry. are you going to do? But it does make a huge, that drives me absolutely up the it wall. It drove me, I did never want to go in the hallway. Well, here's the thing In fact, too. I kept the light fixture dark in that hallway, like not a good bulb because I didn't want to look at the Oh, wow. Intake. Wow. Yeah. Um, you trickled, it trickled you out. You poor darling. Well, we're good now well, because but, you know, here's I know another. it and clean it. Here's another tip. You can also use your vacuum cleaner with the little. Like, that works no, no, okay, oh, no, but not works, as good. Well, if you're, if you keep on, if you keep up with it. Yes. It's not once you bad. give it a good cleaning, you can keep up with it with the vacuum cleaner. All right. So now I'm going to be a little bit extra. But, of course you're going to be extra. All right. Well, while you're at it. When you do vacuum, like when you pull the 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 return the thing down, the vent down. Yeah. Also, run that vacuum around the edges, and if you look around the door frame, those two. That, that's the because the dust goes up yes. there. And I'm, t- I know it seems. But silly. I did do a little something this year. What? I put an air purifier in the hallway, mm-hmm. so it cleans the air that's going into. Smart lady. I'm trying. I like that. I try to. I'm trying a little something new. We'll it, see. It really does make. I it, hope it helps. It it absolutely does help. And I mean, I, I see enough people that have done that. That, that I know we really went off on a tangent, but I just think that is good to know because I don't know how I went that many decades and never knew that. Um, I think that that was a very necessary. I'm telling you, really, it's so impactful. I think that it's. I, that, I think that's very important. Mini blinds. It's just it makes a difference. I promise. Yeah. No, mini. Bl- I like clean mini blinds. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I don't know anybody that likes dirty mini blinds. Oh yeah, but, I can't you wait know. to have those dirty yeah. mini blinds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, they're nice and dirty. But you know, I just yeah. it feels good when those are clean. Absolutely. And door door window frames too. 
So yes. Just make sure your house is dusted. Yes. Pretty much. Every house cleanse I've ever had to do, ever, usually had um, a substantial amount of dust or clutter. Or that, or the front or the back entrance were, were blocked by yeah. some something. Some, so okay. those those are important things to think about. So, anyways, that was a lot of stuff. <laughs> Moving <all> on. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you, oh, okay, so I've just got a mouthful. One thing, and I think that you can relate to this, unfortunately, um, that I've that I've seen occur pretty regularly now is that um, when someone loses a, a loved one, the first year is usually a difficult year for sure, um, especially around the holidays is even amplified. But what I've come to notice more so than that is the second year. Oof. And so yeah. um, for those of you that don't know, Two years ago this year, Michelle lost her mom. Well, it was a year in September. Okay. I lost my mom. So it's it's been like, I'm in my second Second year year now. Yeah. I'm sorry. Normal friend. Can't keep up with time. (laughs) No, those past couple years are hard to keep up with. But, um, yeah, it's, I don't, for me, Mm -hmm. am I interrupting? No. For me, my first year, you're just kind of in shock. And honestly, I thought I was grieving so efficiently. Like, I can, (laughs) like, August... July, August, I'm like patting myself on the back like, wow, I grieved so efficiently. I did all the things and I feel like I'm good and I'm moving forward. And then like October, November rolls around and like now like the feeling feelings are like hitting me. Like just like, I don't know. I feel like I'm feeling more in my second year than I felt in my first year. No doubt. No doubt. And that makes a lot of sense. And, if and you... I was not grieving efficiently, it turns out. <laughs> oh, well, that was definitely on the list, on my, on my checklist to address, because absolutely not. Usually when you're just easy breezy, you know. Right. Um, one thing that happens so often is that, you know, that's a tra- traumatic experience. And so you either will start to begin to address it immediately or... And usually when the case of, depending on the relationship that you have or the trauma that, or the emotional thing that you're dealing with, not just grief, um, but we get busy and we're taking care of legal things or documents or right. other people or, um, or time just gets away with us or we just avoid altogether. And we set it aside and we're like, yeah, I'm great. And then year, sometimes years pass by, right? years. And you look back and you're like, Oh, well, I'm not crying about that anymore, so surely I've dealt with it. Well, yeah, no. No. No, 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 no. It's still there, but the first year, I, you know, you're taking care of things, and you're taking care of other people, and you're just trying to make, make, yeah, get by. make ends, and, ends meet, yeah. do things with, that you need to. And so you do often set it aside, and so it's that second year of, oh, okay. And still then, here. <laughs> and I would imagine it's like all the people that are around, too. You know, like you have all these people that are interacting and after a year or so, it's like, okay, they slowly begin to trickle off and you oftentimes feel very alone. Well, and I think for a lot of people that happens sooner than later. Uh That literally can happen within a month. It's almost like the funeral happens and then like everybody's going there, living their lives, which that's normal. Everybody has their own life (laughs) to live. Like not every, no one else is living your life. Mm -hmm. So that makes total sense. But you start to be like, oh yeah. This is this is my my thing I'm gonna go through for longer than other people, Absolutely. and um, and you may have you know friends or family loved ones that are are in the same space as you because they're feeling the loss 
um, you know, in not in the same way, but in this, you know, in the same, Man. the same amount of loss or whatever, because depending on who the person was in their life. And so, um, you know, I, it's hard because I, I am the person that put things off. Like I handled what I had to handle and the things I didn't have to handle, I still haven't handled. And I can't tell you that's a good thing, but it is a thing. And I'm giving, I am enough. I am <laughs> handling <you> <laughs> it. But, well, call back to the last yeah. one. Um, I am handling it as I can. Yeah. And, and that's, that's exactly okay. what you're supposed to do yeah. is just be where you are because that's all you can be. Is, and to acknowledge the feelings that do arise and, and honor them for what they are. The more you um, tell yourself, no, I can't feel this or no, go away. The, the more um, friction is caused when you do that. So by sitting through it and um, I'll, spirit often uses the heart bridge and that's where you imagine a heart in the center of your chest you open it up and then you allow those wherever you're feeling that tension or the anxiousness or what grief whatever it is to pass through you and send it back up to God because then you're not just holding on to it um honoring whatever feelings whether that be anger or um you know whatever it is joy and anger a lot of things that I see is you know I hear spirits say this often is, you know, you can be angry with your loved ones, even though it might not, I know it sounds silly, but um, in some cases, you know, you can still love them and still be angry with them and they're, they're, it's okay. They have a different, definite, uh, different perspective um, from where they are and they're, they're understand. Well, and there's no emotion that's wrong. There's no wrong emotion in this realm. Absolutely not. Like all of them have a place and you have to allow them kind of like intrusive thoughts when you're trying to meditate. Like we talk, you just got to let them come up and be like, Oh, what are you doing here? Well, you know, and let it go where it needs to go. I'm glad you said that because another thing that comes up quite often is people think that, you know, we have to all be happy. Like we have to have happy emotions. Like we've got to always have our glass half full or you know, and while it is so good, I'm not saying that, you know, I don't want your, you to empty your glasses by any right. means, but we have to, there are, there are lower vibrational energy, uh, emotions right. are just as necessary as, as the higher one, the higher vibrational emotions. So it's okay to feel sad. That's it, it, a part of the human experience and that creates balance. So right. it's important to feel both. And so there's times where you're going to, you know, feel, allow yourself to feel both and, and know that that's okay. And I have found, this is my personal thing is like, you know, I have children that also are missing, you know, their grandmother. And, you know, sometimes if I'm feeling a little weepy, like I've cried before in front of the kids and they're like, why are you crying? And I'm like, oh, I just, I had a thought about nanny and I miss her and I'm, I'm just having a little cry and I'll be okay, but I got to let it up and out. Yeah. And, you know, it's nothing dramatic, but you know, sometimes when grief hits you, it's, it's like a riptide. It pulls you and you have to ride it out. And, Mm -hmm. um, and so I, I think that's healthy. I don't think there's anything unhealthy in letting kids see you experience emotions. Well, and with that being said, this happens when, when there's a lot, when children that are empaths, which 
Um, you're probably going to, you will absolutely, I'm sure, find somebody to contradict me on this on the internet. But um, through my experience, I believe that most people are empathic and to some to different varying degrees. But one thing that whenever I've identified um, a, a child as being an empath, the first words out of my mouth always is you cannot you have you cannot lie to them if you do it's got to be very calculated and i'll explain what i mean and i'm sure that some of you listening that know that you are an empath or maybe you're unsure um you can relate to this as well but you have a child that comes to their mother and they ask mom are you feeling okay and the mom instinctively yes i'm feeling i'm fine i'm fine well, what that does is that it teaches the child that, okay, they were feeling that there was something wrong with the mother, and she says that it's okay. So now I can't trust myself. Right. That's huge. Right. So this is going to happen throughout their whole life. So the people that are closest to them definitely need. So it's okay to, to acknowledge. Yeah. You don't have to tell them all your No, you, you don't have to give them the, the details. details. Right. But, but to let them know that, yes, they are picking what they're feeling, what they're picking up on. That's that's accurate. I think that that's so important. Well, and it's it, they can trust their world, yeah. you know, trust their own feelings and and how they're navigating in their world, and that's very powerful. And you don't want to take that away from them. And I don't think we do it intentionally. No, when we absolutely do that. not. We're just trying to like protect them, or we don't want them to worry, or we don't want them 100%. to be sad. But it's they need to see they need to see the adults in their life be sad, be happy, recover. You know, you might lose your temper, you yell at somebody in traffic or whatever, mm-hmm. that you recover. It's not who you are. And and being sad doesn't mean you're going to then be sad 24 hours a day. It just means you had a moment and you were sad and then and things are better. And then that lets them know that those emotions aren't scary. Right. And And with that said, so many people feel after they've lost their loved one, it's very hard for them to, even if they have like have confidence and, and, and it was a peaceful thing or, or sometimes when it wasn't, they have a, a difficult time. Even if they want to feel happiness and joy, there's so much guilt that's a, so, that they feel after that. For enjoying anything? Or, yes. Like if I'm happy, then I'm somehow showing that I don't love them as much. And this is something that I see, again, a lot. And your loved ones don't want you to be sad. They're, they're not, you're not sending them more love because of the, how many tears, I've said it before, but um, your, how did I say, your uh, grief is not weighed in the amount of tears, you know. That I you shed. That yeah. you shed. I, and that, that, there's a lot of truth in that. It's just because one person is grieving more uh, openly and outwardly doesn't mean that they have more love for someone who doesn't show emotion in that regard. Right. So it, but it is okay to find joy because if you think about it, if you reverse the tables, would you really want your loved one to be sad and, and to not embrace life? No, but if that, I'm looking down on my loved ones, I want to see them enjoying their life. Right. Which is exactly why I do what I do. Right. Is because some people just need that validation and well, to know and that their loved ones are mm-hmm. okay and they need that peace of mind or else they would stay in that state. Because if you're stuck in that, you're not living your life. Absolutely not. And I've been there. I know yeah. what that's like. No, you do. So, um, yeah, that 
so I, I just feel like that was really important to share. So I think I, there are a lot of people going through, I mean, everybody's been touched by the loss of a loved one yeah. in some capacity. And not just loved one, but like loss of jobs, loss of opportunity, like, like loss, loss of marriage. Yeah. Marriages, and you know, unexpectedly and our moves and our financial losses and all the different, the grief is grief. And it, it, yeah, it doesn't, it has no, um, it has no specific um, pattern. Although we often think it needs to happen in those seven steps. Right. It, it doesn't happen like that. And it can take a long time. So the more we fight it and resist it, it's not going anywhere. No. The only, it's got to go through it. It's got, you got to go through it. And so being, sitting with your feelings, even if that's sitting in the tub and crying for, you know, days. If that's what you need to do, that's what you need to do. But then you have to make a decision if that's where you want to stay or if you want to move forward. And it's okay to move forward. That's okay. It's actually welcome to move yes. forward. Yeah, we want you to. They want you if to. If you are going to sit in the bath for a couple of days, put salt in there so that you can Absolutely. cleanse your energy. while Not you... Epsom salt, just <laughs> <No>. regular <laughs> salt, please. <laughs> yeah, it, or Himalayan salt or you know, anything. Pick a salt. Yes, pick a salt, but natural salt. So. When you said bath, it made me think, like, yes. while you're oh, there. I can't tell. I cannot tell you that enough. You know, like, yeah, it's very inexpensive. But yeah, salt uh, cleanses a, uh, the energy body and it really does make a huge, it makes you sleep well. Um, I've even had a client that came to me about their dog. Um, the dog was, uh, she, she called me and says, I'm going crazy. I know that she sees my, um, she, the dog was picking up on her sister's energy. And she says, but she's shaking at night and we can't Aww. sleep. And I don't know what to do about it. And I said, well, so I synced up <laughs> and I asked Spirit and they give her a salt bath so she took shampoo with the shampoo and added salt to it and gave her salt bath she goes oh my gosh this was the first night it after they did it, it was the first night that they had slept in weeks what because, oh yeah it made a huge wow, difference that's crazy yeah because the dog was just so like distraught with that other with that energy in there but absolutely it does make a difference um that's wild yes, yes absolutely. i have to go back to the loss because when you said loss about everything yeah so what I'm thinking about is when I when we talk about loss, we immediately think a loss of a loved one because there is a ritual tied to that. That is a social ritual. You have a funeral or a memorial service and you gather and you mourn the passing and then you move on in whatever way that you can move forward, I'll, you slow, whatever, through the steps. But when you lose a marriage or income or any other kind of loss there's not a there's not a social ritual that allows you to do something in its honor or passing that's very yeah and so we tend to discredit those losses Mm -hmm. because there's nothing societal like a ritualistic thing nor a group to acknowledge it and honor it and process it and move forward with it so we tend to ignore them and then those little losses whether it's a little or big the little ones can pile up mm-hmm. into big things and so yeah loss built on is, shame. like it's really imp- yes built on shame and the loss is really important to process regardless 
if you think it's big or small, give it space Mm -hmm. to be, and then, you know, acknowledge it, let it go. Write it a eulogy if you have to. Like, that's a great idea. Create your own little ritual so that you can honor whatever loss that was and let it go. I love that idea of writing the eulogy for different things because, because you normally have so much with a funeral and those kinds of things, you have a group. It's like a, yes. a bunch of people all with the same Well, because feelings. everybody knows their role. Yeah. Because we've been raised oh, that yeah. when this happens, this is what you do. Oh, yeah. And we, you, we're not really raised to, well, when this happens, this is what you do. Right. You know? Right. So that makes, I love that. I think it makes a lot of sense. So, hmm. yeah, imagine that. Imagine I think that. I could go on for days talking about that. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, well Considering that's what you do. Yeah. Oh, I guess so. Yeah. I guess there's that. It's kind of your thing. Yeah. (laughs) I I, I do death really well. I'm actually a much better communicator with people that are passed away um, as opposed to life people. I communicate much better with them. Probably because they're not like physically hearing distracting. They're like... Well, no. Maybe because it's because they don't go away. (laughs) You know? Like, I mean, they do, but you know what I'm saying? Hey. Hey. Yeah. No, I, I, it is much easier for me, but, but, you know, that's, well, they're pretty singular, you know, in their messaging, like they, Mm -hmm. it's their messages and, and then there's not a lot of like, I don't know. They, they don't bring a lot of extra things to the, like what they had for breakfast that morning. I don't know. I get that. No, I don't know. Oh my gosh. All I got to say is that wherever, you know, in heaven, wherever you want to call it, different realm, higher, wherever they go, food is an issue. Food. They all, they are always, do I think that they're really sitting at a table eating food? No, but they definitely are somehow savoring that because they are always talking about food. I mean, do we get the food? Because if we're going and we get food, I want the food. They the talk good about food. it. Like, I don't set me down in somewhere where it's bland. Like, I'm gonna need what oh, I'm. Oh, I'm pretty I'm sure you to. get you get what you would like okay. because it doesn't seem like <laughs> nobody's upset about no, the food. No, no, uh, but they cafeteria plan's pretty good. Absolutely. <laughs> Yes, indeed. It's the platinum bottle. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm telling you, they talk a lot about food. That's so. too funny. Uh, yep. It's well. It I think we all learned something here today, people. Yeah. I mean, what else do you want to know? <laughs> so, hey, and speaking of, feel free to send us an email at spiritualhighways at gmail.com if there's something a topic or something you want us to address or talk or about or, or you can even pop a, uh, send us a message on um, Facebook uh, or Instagram we will be happy to address it and maybe talk about it next topic and we won't tell them if and we might not bring up your name if you don't want us to yeah well, we I, can keep you anonymous. I shouldn't say we might not bring up your no, name if you we don't won't. want us to we'll we keep will it not. anonymous yeah, we and will we keep... can change yeah the you know the characters around so absolutely if you have a question we can keep it anonymous absolutely 100 percent. well i guess that's a wrap for this one lady until next time all right bye bye you've been listening to the spiritual highways podcast with leanne and michelle catch up on past episodes at spiritualhighways.com on itunes spotify soundcloud youtube and more 